Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's fucking delightful. Keep your work rates up, be good to watch, and you'll get what you deserve. Keep it going. Get a drink. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Roker Report podcast in association with the Sunderland Community Soup Kitchen. It's Gav, back once again. I'm beginning to think I'm a bit of a lucky omen because Sunderland won once more today against Rochdale. And joining us is Bonner. Bonner, how we doing, mate? Are you good? Yeah, all right, Gav. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Not too bad at all. Another win, another clean sheet, so we can't complain, can we? No, absolutely not. And uh, also, over in Ireland, we've got Michael Dunn. Mike, how we doing? All good, Gavin, yourself? I think this is our first time on together. Yeah, I think so, mate. Yeah. We've picked a good one, haven't we? <laughs> we've picked a good one, yeah. Uh, no, can't complain. Same as Bomber. Another good win. Um, but obviously, we'll get into the performance. Probably wasn't the best performance, but a win's a win at the end of the day. That win puts Sunderland fourth in the table. We are five points behind Hull, who we have two games in hand on, and they top the league. With results going our way today, I think, I think if I look just quickly at the results, Peterborough got beat off Burton. Elsewhere, Doncaster won, Accrington won, Lincoln won. Portsmouth got smashed, didn't Yeah, they? Pompey got absolutely battered the day off Northampton, who are 19th in the table. So we seem to be picking up points and winning games, whilst mm. everybody else around us seems to be tripping up. It's all starting to come together, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It makes um, it makes a nice change, because how many times have we been on or recorded and we've said that we've slipped up but other teams have slipped up and we've not capitalised on those opportunities to pull points back. Yeah, it's nice to get a win and see other teams drop points around us. And it looks that, you know, that gap between us, I think we're, it's fourth now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And seventh. Uh, there's a little bit of a cushion there now. So it makes us, you know, we're looking at the teams above us trying to catch them rather than looking at the teams over our shoulders wondering whether or not we're going to drop out the playoffs. So, yes, it's refreshing, mate. Mm. I'm very, very confident now. I don't know about you, but... I'm feeling very, very confident about just yeah. our chances now of getting promoted, and it just shows how far we've come, doesn't it, Michael? When you look at the table and you see you see the results recently, it shows how far we've come in such a, a short space of time. Because probably what a month ago, I just wouldn't have thought this was possible. But like I said just before, there results going our way, and the combination of that and Sunderland winning games is is you know making things shape up for us now, yeah. and we, we look in a real strong position. Yeah, it's chalk and cheese from what it was a few weeks ago. And I suppose, as you said, it, it shows what a few wins can do and a bit of confidence in the team. And I actually think maybe that run in the in the cup and the, the pizza trophies, they like to call it, is probably helping us as well. It, it adds to the momentum. Um, and we're certainly in a really good place to, uh, to get promoted now. Kind of reminds me of the time under Roy Keane when we went on that run at, at the second half of the season. So we'll see how it goes. But hopefully, looking good. We're looking good. Mm. 
it was a funny game today, wasn't it, Bomber, when you think about it? I mean, I'll just quickly run over how things went. We're playing second bottom in the table, a team who've been the whipping boys for a, for a good few weeks now in this mm. division and missing a few of their good players as well, you know, so it was a good chance to, to pick up three points yet. We didn't really dominate, I wouldn't say. I think the first 10 minutes we were the best team. We got the early goal and then from that point till half-time we sat off and I think actually... The defending of Luke O'Nine and Oli Younger in particular, two great clearances saved us, particularly at 1-0. How important is playing well at the minute? Because you hear it all the time, don't you? I've been hearing it in the Premier League and stuff, you know, and the commentators sort of saying, well, it doesn't really matter if you're not playing particularly well, as long as you're winning games, that's the most important mm. thing at this stage of the season. Is that the case with Sunderland, do you think? It's a bit of a paradox, Gav, for me, because it, it is and it isn't. You know, at, the, at this stage of the season... It's all about the three points. You know, I don't care if the scrappy 1-0 wins against bottom of the league. It's about keeping that kind of that scoreboard ticking over in terms of our, our total number of points. But on the other mm. hand, you look at the games that we've got coming up and you want the performances there as well. Because, you know, it's it's all right not playing particularly well and, and, and coming away 2-0 winners against Rochdale or 1-0 or winners against somebody else who's, who's near the bottom of the league. But, you know, those those games that are coming up where we've got the likes of, of, of your Portsmouths, your Accringtons, the teams yeah, that are in yeah. or, and around us, you want the form to be there because mm-hmm. we're not going to get away with playing poorly or, or, or being average and, and scraping a, a victory against those sort of teams. Or we might against one of them, but certainly we're not going to do it four out of the five games that we've got against them. So it's a very, very fine line uh, and a balancing act. I think ultimately, though, it's it's about points on the board, isn't it? And, yeah. and if we if we if we go to to Fratton Park and and scrap and fight and get a one nil victory, no one's going to remember how we played. They're just going to remember the three points that we've we've added to our total. So yeah. yes. How are we keeping clean sheets though with this defence bomber? Like it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I mean, we're literally down to the bare bones. The left back who's playing is horrendous, and everybody mm. knows it. And I think Ant made a good point on the preview pod. Like we've said enough about Callum McFadden recently. I yeah. mean, we're all sick of talking about him, but he's poor. Sanderson is a is a relative rookie playing in the centre of defence. He's playing well every week. Then he brings in Younger, who's a, a rookie basically, mm. and he plays out of position at right back today. And then you've got Luke O'Neill, who's not a centre half, playing left centre half, and yet again we we'll keep a clean sheet. Like how? Yeah. How? <laughs> what? Well, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it must. Some of the credit must go down to the work that we do on, on the training ground, you know. And I think probably the, the the back four. Well, whoever plays in there, whether it's Younger at right back, Max Power at right back, Luke O'Neill at centre back, uh, you know, a combination of of Johnson and and whoever's playing in those four defensive positions, it, the credit all goes to them because it is as makeshift a back four week in week out recently as you could possibly get you know I would liken it to kind of the defensive crisis that Liverpool have got you know where they're playing Jordan Henderson in a centre-back you know we're as short as defenders as as they are and we seem to be coping with it a little bit better than they they are currently (laughs) but yeah it's credit I think Sanderson's come in he stepped up to the plate he's puffed his chest out and he's just organised that back four in a way in which if you if we were to look at those performances and say that was Bailey Wright it wouldn't be out of place he's he's commanding that back line just as good Mm. as Bailey right is i'm i'm astounded by it but what i would say again as a, as a bit of a caveat and to, and to look on the other side the the teams that we have been playing against you know shouldn't in theory cause us an awful lot of problems how they stand up to a test against a portsmouth a peterborough we might be seeing a different story but you know for, for the time being you can only the old cliche goes you can only play what's in front of you and um and we're winning and keeping clean sheets so full credit to them 
Yeah, and just a just a word on the goals, Mike. The first one was a bit of a gift, wasn't it? I mean, McGeady does brilliant to be fair, like to win the free kick. He absolutely tortures his man for pace. I mean, you don't expect a man that age to be able to run as quick as that, but he does it and then <laughs> puts the uh, the cross into a very dangerous area. But I mean, Sanderson's totally unmarked, gets the goal. And then the second one is a, a great ball by Jones and that man, Charlie White, once again, makes the makes his doubt as me included looking a bit daft. Bomber shaking his head there because he was number one I mean, critic, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, mate, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> me and you know oh, football no, about football, mate, tell you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, those two goals, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was sort of a strange kind of first half because we weren't really creating much, and we were just I suppose it was an efficiency really getting those two goals. Uh, as you said, McGeady did really well. He should have burst the pace. Um, great cross in for the for the Sanderson header. But uh, Mister Paul McShane was at fault, I think, for that goal and for the second as well. <laughs> Brings back the memories well, when he was playing I, for well, us. <laughs> old habits die hard, don't yeah. they? <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it was kind of like the, the, the people we needed to stand up did stand up today. Obviously, Sanderson got the first goal. I thought he was brilliant today. Um, and Wyke again. I'd love to know how many headers he's got this season now. I mean, it's incredible amount of headers he scored. in the, mm. What's he got, mm. 25 goals or something? I'd say over say 60% of them have 20 to be headers. 20 league goals, it's, I think uh, it is, yeah. Yeah, it's an amazing return. Um, but yeah, it was it was all about efficiency there at those two goals. Because other than that, really, in the first half, we didn't create much chances from what I can remember, really. So yeah, it's a funny one. But yeah, I'm I'm just glad we we've came away with the three points and um we move on. We don't we don't. I mean, Pompey Pompey today, like we we discussed at the top of the show, got absolutely battered. A lot of their fans calling for the manager's head, and who knows what may happen before Tuesday. But like you say, bomber, we can only play what's in front of us at the minute, and yeah. Rochdale, second bottom of the league with loads of injury problems, still came here and tried to play a bit of football. So credit to them, really. They, you know, they, they, they stuck to their guns, but ultimately we took our chances they didn't. Right, OK, we'll quickly flick on to the three-word reviews. And as per usual, absolutely loads have came in. Um, I'll start with Zerzin, five, says Dion is elite. Ant Watson, our aunt, he says bring on Pompey. Uh, Joe Hughes says Big Dick Dion <laughs> uh, Chris Glassick says Sanderson Different Class Scott Richardson says Luke Terry 09 SAFC North Yorkshire says Celebratory Curry Tonight James says Actual Touch and Distance Yeah, true, we're, we're right in there Tony Pottinger says Just Keep Winning Eddie says Not Playing Well Ian Dennell says Keep Winning Guys John Ridley says We Go Again Ryan Smith says Say That Back Charlie Taylor says How Very Nice Carl says 20 goal like. Jeff Ram says contenders are faltering. Jimmy Rutherford says Jones knacked linesman. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> Poor was, we, we haven't talked about that. That was, that was weird, wasn't it? The lino dropping on his arse on the line. Andrew Ritson says better second half. Elliot says class is permanent. Hannah says top three closer. And also wine pie night. Lovely. Uh, another three points says Stuart Rutherford. Evan Lloyd says winger showing class. Robert Barber says be like Wyke. And Michael Charlton will end on this is Virgil van Sanderson. <laughs> you could do a job for Liverpool, I'd say. Well, Sa- Sanderson's just been a revelation, hasn't he? Like, I just can't get over. Like, mm. obviously, he's came into the team because of injuries. And even when Wright and Willis were fit, people were sort of calling for him to get a chance, and mm. he just wasn't. He was coming off the bench and playing right back, or he'd get a game and he'd be out the team the next week. Um, he's really thrived since we sort of picked up all these injury problems and I mean I don't want to look too far ahead but that cup final next weekend he can't play in that game and I'm yeah, yeah, yeah we need to find a way net. of dealing with that 
Okay, we'll go into the player ratings then. I'll start with the keeper. I know I didn't last time round, but I will because I thought Burge played really well and I want this one. Um, <laughs> Lee Burge, yeah, I mean, he had a good game through the week and I thought tonight he was, uh, today, sorry, he was he was very good again. You know, made a very good save not long after half time, which uh, he turned the ball around the post. He just thought he came out, he claimed, the, claimed all of his crosses. Kicking was good, passing out from the back was good. I mean, it was an all-round good performance from Burge. I know they're not particularly great, but he did have a bit more to do. And yeah, yeah. so I've given him an 8. I think I think Burge has probably had one of his better games this season and kept a clean sheet, another one. I think that, that save early in the second half was pivotal. If that had gone mm. in, that for me, that changes the whole dynamic of that second half and we probably end up clinging on. McFadden, I'll let you have him, Bomber. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't think he did too. There was there was a couple of moments where I was like, oh, come on. But I didn't think he did too bad. And similar to earlier in the season when me and, and Chris Wynn were talking about judging Charlie White by a Charlie White scale, um, I think we have to do the same for, for McFadden now and, and kind of judge him by it on his own kind of scale. And and for, for a McFadden performance, it was, it was okay. There was one bit, I think, late on in the second half where the ball bounced over, he jumped up for a header and the ball bounced over his head and went in behind him, which just made me laugh. But other than that, I thought he was all right. I've given him a six. I don't recall any particular, you know, massive ricks that he, he threw up. Uh, so yeah, it's a six. It's, it's, yeah. it's all right for him. Yeah, I, I also gave him a six, um, mainly just because, like you say, I don't think he did a great deal wrong. I mean, he got a yellow card in the first half, but it might have been a little bit soft that. I think it was a I foul, was but soft. I don't think it was worth a yellow. Yeah. Um, he, he put a great cross into the box early in the game, which uh, the keeper spilled right at Jordan Jones's feet and um, could have scored from that, and we didn't. You know, for once, a bit of good attacking play from McFadden. So, yeah, I gave him mm. a six. Jimmy over on the side, he was a bit harsh, I don't know, so he gave him a four. Um, Mike, <laughs> well, what did you give him? I, I gave McFadden a six. I, I was kind of similar to Bomber. I didn't think he was that bad. Um, I think you're just going to have to accept that there's going to be lapses of concentration every time he plays. He's never going to have a, a perfect defensive performance. But I think what he is good at is linking up with McGeady at times and getting forward is probably what his strength is. And as you said, Gav, you did put a, a decent cross in the first half. But, um, yeah, you're just going to have to accept those defensive of lapses they're not they're not going to eradicate his game next up is Ollie Younger Mike he, you can take him yeah he came off not long after half time didn't he and played out of position but uh, how do you think he did in his in his league one debut yeah I thought he looked a little bit nervous at the start I think he, he gave the ball away a couple of times he miscontrolled it but I think as the game went on in the first half he did get better and it was some really good defensive headers uh, one at the stroke at half time that probably uh, stopped a certain goal yeah 100% yeah, yeah. It lo- looked a little uncomfortable at right back um, I'm not sure if he got an injury or something at the start of the second half that uh, that he was taken off but to be fair for for his first kind of league start I don't think it was that bad um, and hopefully he'll get better as, with more experience so I, I gave him a 6 for today yeah I gave him the same and I think that clearance you're talking about is worth mentioning because we were only 1-0 up at the time Um, the ball comes across the box he doesn't flick that over the bar that's ones each and um, like like I said on Tuesday when I I gave Burgess rating I think sometimes a good bit of defending or a good bit of goalkeeping is as good as a goal there was a bit of defending from 0-9 which we might get onto and there's also that from Younger which I think definitely uh, were as good as goals because they don't do that and we concede so uh yeah, I don't I don't disagree at all with that. Sanderson is next, that's mine. I give him an eight in both halves. I thought he was just <laughs> just great again. Like it's been such such a pleasure to watch him in the last few weeks. It's I I, I try I tried thinking about this the other day and he sort of reminds me of when Evans came in on loan yeah. under Roy Keane. Mm. Like a young a young lad who's just 
starting to find his feet in football, yet you watch him and you think, has he been playing for the last five or six years? He's just so clever. I think it was James Nicholl in our chat who said that he, he reads the game so well he could read a PDF on a calculator. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it, that's about right with Sanderson. He's just, yeah, he's just so good. Um, he's too good for this league, isn't oh, he? Yeah. Yeah, Already, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think if Wolves are still doing all right in the Premier League and he's got a year left on his deal, we might stand a chance if we go up by getting him back. But he's a championship player at least, isn't he? Yeah. He's not Portuguese, yeah. is he? Like, so he's not going to get into the Wolves team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it just depends on whether we go up, doesn't it? If we go yeah. up, it's got to be number one priority. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. Someone asked me that on Twitter today on the report account, like, number one priority if we go up in the transfer market. And I just replied with a photo of Sanderson. It's just, yeah. it's crazy. In a, in a space of like a fortnight, he's just become our most important player. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Max Power, I think that's you, Mike. Uh, you can take him, the captain. Yeah, um, I suppose I wrote down for the first half. He, he showed for the ball a lot, uh, in fairness, but he, I thought he was kind of kind of non-existent, really. Like, he didn't see much yeah. of him as the game yeah. went on in the first half. And he went to mm-hmm. right back when Younger went off in the second half. He did fine. Uh, solid run, spectacular. I, I think it's probably a bit of a, a dip from where his performance were the last few weeks. Um, but it was a solid showing. I, I have a six down. Yeah, same, same. Just to, yeah, I've got nothing written down from yeah. other than that. Uh, obviously, I make some notes, and the only thing I wrote down is that he went right back. Yeah, so, yeah I was the same. I've got that he played in two positions and did both pretty well. So, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I suppose if a player doesn't really stand out, it's not necessarily a bad thing, is it? No, no, no. Uh, Carl Winchester, then bomber. He's yours. He's another one who we've missed that. Oh nine, one. Gav. I've I've got him actually further down my list. But oh, we'll go to that for doing defenders, yeah. Okay, oh, you can have all nine since you want him I was, so much. I've only said it because I wanted to. I wanted. I wanted to, <laughs> yeah, nine to make sure that I had him. Desperate to talk about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought he was absolutely brilliant. I've I've given him a seven in the first, uh, eight in the first half, seven in the second half. So kind of a, a seven and a half overall. There is a, a a very specific, well, two very specific reasons why I've scored him so highly. Firstly, was the. Um, the kind of last ditch slide tackle knee slide come kind of like John Terry esque tackle with my head yeah, yeah. Uh, type block off, off that he his did. Chest. I think it was his chest. yeah, yeah. He just kind yeah, of slid in it was either off his chest or his yeah hip or it was brilliant that yeah it completely last ditch because I thought that that fellow was getting on the end of that and scoring I'll, I'll be honest until he mm-hmm. kind of slid in and he he blocked it so I thought that was fantastic and the other thing that I wanted to it wasn't mentioned about the in the goals but anyone who who didn't pick it up I would urge everyone who's listening to go back and watch that Sanderson goal and watch Luca nine. Uh, as that as that ball comes in, just before that free kick comes in, Luca Nine's got his arm round the, the the back post defender or the person who's ver- furthest back who should be picking up where Sanderson's got the ended up getting the header, and he's dragged him forwards and and almost bumped him into another defender that's in front of him, and it's created about five yards of space for Sanderson to essentially have that free header because they were zonal marking. Luca Nine's he's been proper shit out of it, but he's been really mm. sly with it, and I would I would urge everyone to go back and watch that because he's got his arm around him and just dragged him forward out of that space, that, that zone that he's supposed to be defending. And Sanderson's given a free header. And if he doesn't do that, Sanderson doesn't get a free header. Not saying he doesn't score necessarily, but um, yeah, it was very, very clever from, from Luca and I. And I picked it up on one of the replays. Um, so I've given full marks for, for that as well. So yeah, it's, for me, it's an eight for Luca and I. I thought he was brilliant. You went from a seven and a half to an eight by the time you finished there. <laughs> yeah, I talked myself yeah. up to an yeah. eight. You've taught yourself <laughs> yeah. into it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, okay, Jordan Jones is mine. That assist was absolutely superb. I think I think that's the one thing we've seen with Jones since he came into the team in the last few games is 
he's just got so much quality on the ball. I mean, he might not play, he might not play outstanding for the full game. I mean, he he came off with what quarter of an hour to go, but he's just such a good player. You can just see it. Do you know when you, do you know when you're watching a player and you're like, yeah, he he's good. Him, mm-hmm. like that's what I see with Jones. I don't think we're seeing the full what 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 he can do totally, but um. I mean, you do see it in patches, and most importantly, in the last couple of games, we've seen it in, in important moments. So he got the yeah. assist for one of the goals today. Great goal last week, but I mean, today, yeah, just very involved, showed his quality when, when he needed to, and uh, probably worth mentioning that he was out of position as well. I mean, he's not a right winger. Mm-hmm. He's a right-footed mm-hmm. player, obviously, but he prefers to play on the left and cut inside like he did, like he did last week. But yeah, I give him a seven. I think first half he was probably better than in the second half. Um, there was one moment I think not too long before he came off, we sort of broke on the counter, and it looked more obvious to me to pass to Charlie Wyke, and he didn't. Yeah. He held onto the ball for that extra half a second. Yeah, played it yeah. back to McGeady, and it came to nothing. And Wyke standing there like fuming because <laughs> because he made a brilliant run into the box. Yeah. But I think. To be fair to Jones, since he came in, that's the first time I can look at him and and think, well, you you made the wrong any decision sort of there. criticism. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't done a lot wrong, has he? He needs to keep starting, doesn't he? It's very refreshing, Gavin. I was gonna, I was having this conversation during the game. Like, when was the last? Who was the last Sunderland player that you got genuinely kind of excited about? Who'd pick up the ball, run at a player, yeah. outpace a player, go around the outside, and just just be direct and beaten for pace. And I can't, I can't remember who the last person we had that, like that, and it's refreshing. Yeah, to me, he's a, he's like a championship player playing below mm. his level at the minute, yeah. and probably yeah. probably not playing to the peak of his abilities. You know, he's probably not quite as fit, quite as sharp as he would like to be. But you can just see that quality it oozes. Yeah, I think there's more to come from him. Yeah, the yeah, more he plays, yeah. you get better. You get. He has to keep starting though. Um, over the next few weeks, I think the more he plays, you'll see him get better and better. I don't like you don't want to put him back on the bench now next week. Do you know the way Johnson likes to chop and change? Yeah, I think we missed out Cole Winchester, so you can have him, Mike. Yeah, uh, obviously you got a you got an injury start the second half. I think it was his groin they were saying. Yeah, but he yeah. he looked he looked very tidy on the ball. He's so relaxed with it, isn't he? Like uh, I like I I don't know how he's so chilled with the ball. There's people around him. He can always get himself <laughs> out of those little small spaces. I suppose that's why he's a professional footballer, <laughs> and I'm sitting here watching it. But uh, you know, he he did well. Um, I don't think he did enough though. Like he uh, himself and Power didn't really uh, control the midfield today. I think Rochdale really controlled the tempo of the game. Um, I, again, another player probably more to come from, but hopefully his injury isn't too bad. Um, but he he is really neat and tidy on the ball, which is good to see. Um, yeah. it's kind of something different to what we have. But um, I gave him a six. Gone on forty nine minutes. Um, with the injury, so we'll see. We'll see what comes from that. Aidan hmm. McGeady, I think's me. So I'll take this. Uh, yeah, Geed's just a typical McGeady performance. I think I I touched on it at the start there with uh with the first goal. I think he deserves the full credit for that. Just for making making the chance you know occur. He he created the opportunity which led to the free kick and then put the ball in. I mean he he didn't dominate. I wouldn't say. I think teams are starting to work out who the danger man is in the team. Luckily for us, we've got a good squad. So mm. <laughs> you know if if they're gonna focus on McGeady, the you know they're sort of not looking so much at Jones on the other side of the pitch. But yeah, yeah, happy enough with McGeady today. Another assist. I think he's still top of the assist league in League One, so that just shows how well he's done since he came into the team. Um, and I gave him a seven. Just a, a, a decent performance. O'Brien Bonner, he's yours. He was. I've got written down that he just didn't touch the ball very much and didn't do much. He was just very ineffective. Like, like It's not like he had loads to do and did everything wrong. He just didn't 
really have anything to do and didn't really, you know, you could have been forgiven for, for forgetting that he was um, on the on the pitch. And I take some blame for that because I had him as an anytime goal scorer. So it was inevitable that, uh, oh, that he was going to do yeah. absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah it was inevitable he was going to do nothing. Um, but I, have, I had him as a six because I didn't think, like I said, he didn't do anything particularly poor. But again, he didn't really do anything. Um, he's, he's one of those frustrating players that, you know, he does, he runs around a lot. He puts pressure on on defenders um, and he's pretty decent with his back to goal. But from somebody who's come from the championship, who's very highly regarded, you expect more yeah. than that. Yeah, yeah. That sort of dominates my whole thoughts and feelings on the guy. Like, yeah. He's dropped the league and we were told by Millwall fans he was a he was a player, you know what I mean? Mm. Been, it's been tough, yeah. hasn't it, really, to watch him and sort of see, like, well, you know, maybe, maybe, he's, maybe he's found his level. <laughs> yeah, trying to pick things out where I'm going. That's that's brilliant. He's done really, really well there, and I just constantly find myself struggling. So, yeah, it's a, it's a funny one. Um, it's, it was a six. I said for me, I give him a four. I think I may have been harsh, but <laughs> I gave him a three. Oh, <laughs> well, well, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> okay, you're the I bastard this brutal, week, mate. Yeah. You're the you didn't bastard do this week. Today. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I think Bomber's being nice, and we're maybe yeah, being, okay. being kind. There, we're yes. maybe <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll compromise somewhere in the middle then and go five-ish. Uh, <laughs> four and a half. <laughs> in your mind, anyway. Five-ish. <laughs> mm, should, should we say three? Uh, right. Yeah. Charlie White then um Mike I'll throw this to you actually. Yeah. Charlie okay, White. Yeah. Another goal another goal. Like what who's who's this guy? Like, who is he? <laughs> when did he turn into Ronaldo? I think I said a couple <laughs> yeah. of weeks ago. But uh yeah, another goal. Uh, probably another quiet enough performance, but like does it really matter when he keeps scoring? Um mm. he pressed well at times him and McGeady did press the the Rochdale defence because they were liking to play the ball out from the back. Uh he did that job well. Um another great header. Um, I just I've I've turned into loving this man all of a sudden. So the, the more the more <laughs> this keeps going, the better. He's definitely the key man for getting us promoted. I'd say probably him and Sanderson. Um, if if they keep performing, we have a great chance of going up. But yeah, another good day at the office for Charlie Wyke. Um, his overall game wasn't great, but I've I've still given him a seven because he got the goal. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm on the sort of same lines as you. I think I think as long as he's putting the ball in the back of the net, you can't yeah. really whinge, can you? Yeah. No. Uh, Did anyone else's heart stop when he uh, when it looked like he'd injured his? knee in that first yeah. yeah, I put it in, I put it in our group chat I said I thought I'd never say this but like get up yeah. <laughs> but my I'll let you, you can take the four subs go on who me yeah, I'm putting yeah. you on the spot. Take the okay. four subs. Go, go, go. Well, it's, I, I basically, I did sixes across a clean sweep because I, I thought, uh, maybe a little bit harsh on Maguire, but I thought Scourin and Diamond did okay. Diamond in particular was was pretty good when he came on, but there was a couple of decisions. There was a pass. He did a brilliant run, did all the hard work. And then the, his final pass, I think on two occasions, was it was either the wrong pass or it was quite a poor one. Um, Scowen came on and again I don't think did anything different to what Winchester did really it was just a, no. a continuation of that um, Maguire arguably was a little bit better and probably could have could have got a, a seven um, he did create a little bit he, he put some decent balls in um, his free kick where it looked like he was going to cross it in and then shot was Frankie would have you believe that it was you know going in <laughs> the, the the way he was kind of talking about it but it was it was miles away um yeah it was okay it was it was a six and I think um Dan Neal obviously came on and I, I've put I, I've not really rated him because it was he came on yeah, for what five minutes four minutes yeah. if that so yeah sixes across the board for me for the subs Jimmy over on the website gave uh let's just quickly look at this he gave Maguire a seven mm. Maguire maybe did more defending in 40 minutes 
than he's done in any other game in Sunderland colours. He did it well and was also probably our most creative passer in the second half. So, yeah, I actually thought Chris McGuire came on and did well. He sort of became a bit of a super sub in the last three or yeah. four games, hasn't he? Yeah, just coming on and doing a job. Um, I thought he might have started today. Sc- yeah. Scoring volleys in the last minute to draw yeah. games, just yeah. doing a job. Yeah, just, well, yeah, just doing what Chris McGuire does. Yeah. But for me, like I think that Johnson must be in limbo with what to do with Maguire because yeah. it's a it's it's a bit like well he's he's coming on and he's making an impact. Do I do I start him? But then you think well the reason he's making an impact is because he's playing against tired players for mm. twenty thirty minutes. Coming on doing bits and pieces. Um, yeah. And you do need you need players like that, don't you? Sometimes, even when you're winning games, are you really going to drop Aidan McGeady or Jordan Jones or, or no, Lyndon Gooch at this no, stage? You're not. No. So it, it's a it is a it is um, a dilemma for him. Um, yeah. And you got to wonder whether Maguire's happy with, with just doing that. I would have thought not. No, mm. no, I think he's probably got got to be looking at Aidan O'Brien and thinking why am I playing ahead of him? You know. Yeah. 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 He's been unlucky, I think. And okay, man the match then. Uh, Mike, do you want to? Go with yours. I have Tanderson. I just thought yeah, it was an all-round brilliant yeah. performance. Got a, got a goal. It was, yeah, just Dion Sanderson once again. Brilliant. What about you? Yeah, I have Sanderson as well. Another excellent performance from the man. Um, as I said already, I think I think him staying fit is as important as Charlie White at the moment. He's our best defender and actually our only defender at the moment. So we kind of need him. Uh, but <laughs> like he's just, he, he plays beyond his years. He's, he's a fantastic footballer. We're really blessed to have someone like him at the moment. Um, so yeah. Long may it continue for Sanderson. Absolute beast of a performance again. Do you agree, Bomber? Are you, are you on the Sanderson yeah, train? Yeah, well, I, I tried my very best to not do do the obvious and go with, with Sanderson, but I can't. There's no one else who I think stood out. You know, he's he's a defender who scored a goal, kept a clean sheet. Um, and, you know, there was that one moment in particular, I think Rochdale were running down that left-hand side and he's chased their winger back and he's almost done like a little back heel of a tackle, won the ball, turned and then ran back off of it. And that just speaks of, screams of his class. Um, so, yeah, a goal, a clean sheet, commanding performance. It's, it's Dion Sanderson, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Full house. And uh, Lee Johnson, Bomber, what do you reckon? Oh, um, again, I don't think we can probably fault too much the starting lineup. I think it's good that he give he gave younger a chance, um, so he gets um, he gets a bonus point for that. Dan Neal probably could have come on a little bit earlier, but I'm you know I'm really splitting hairs there. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's an eight slash nine. Let's say eight and a half for for, for the gaffer for me. Um, right. I don't think there was any particular decisions that he got wrong, apart from, like I say, perhaps bringing Dan Neal on a little bit earlier um, and maybe starting Maguire over O'Brien. But like I said, when you've won 2 0, it's hard to criticise, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mike, what about you? What you giving the, the Yeah, I, I gave Lee Johnson a seven. Again, as Bomber said, it was great that he trusted uh, Younger into the team today. I love that he does that. He's not afraid to put players in. Uh, yeah, I would give Lee Johnson probably an eight or a nine. Just, yeah. <laughs> can't really think of anything no. got wrong today no. the subs were all fair enough um, I think I think I said this at the top but even though Rochdale are one of the worst teams in the league struggling probably going to go down uh, 
we still had to turn up and we still had to win the game. Mm. Like I always think this that when people say, Oh well they're shite or oh, they're not playing well, like we've got Pompey to play on Tuesday and Pompey have got battered the day. It means nothing really. Pompey yeah. are still right up there. There's a reason they're there and we've we've got to turn up at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And it's the same it's the same with Rochdale today. I just think jo- Johnson was right. He, he sort of got picked up on it by the reporter when he was talking in his press conference about Rochdale when he sniggered when he was talking about them and said, Oh, they're really good actually. You know, I'm and, and Rochdale to be fair to them today, considering the the resources they've got and um the the fact they had so many players missing did okay. I thought and, they were all right. I thought they yeah. were right, Gav. I didn't think they were a team that currently well they're now bottom of the league after after that. Um I don't think they played like a team that were bottom of the league. I've seen a lot worse teams come to the stadium of light and and play. And like the point you made about Pompey as well, you know, they like you said they got stuffed 4-1 and Northampton are currently sat in 19th place after yeah, that exactly. three points so you know on the day if you're if you're if you drop your performance 10% and the other team picks it up by 10-15% anything can happen so um yeah you can't take anybody for granted no absolutely not so yeah brilliant we were we, we go into Tuesday in in good form in good fettle we might be dropping like flies but we're not giving up <laughs> we're keeping clean sheets and winning games and that's the main thing um, and Portsmouth are the next opponent and we have to that's a huge game I just I mean every time we play Portsmouth even if we were both in the middle of the table or down the bottom that would still be a huge game for whatever mm. reason you know Sunderland and Portsmouth are the two big clubs in this league and we just have to hope that uh, Sunderland do the business thanks very much and uh, we'll catch you later bye Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.